0: Welcome back to The Federal Drive with Tom Tammond, Federal News Radio, part of the Federal News Network. The Maritime Administration, known as MARAD, doesn't always get the most publicity, but it has a variety of missions in support of economic development, training of merchant marines, and military readiness. At this week's Sea Air Space Conference, I spoke with MARAD Director Admiral Mark Busby. We started with his hopes for a new ship next
1: year. 2020, a big year, we're looking, number one, to hopefully uh, get full funding for our third uh, national security multi-mission vessel, training vessel for our schools. Uh, We have uh, full funding in uh, 18 and 19. Uh, We actually hope to announce uh, here within the next few weeks uh, the vessel construction manager for that ship. And actually, be uh, hopefully uh, going to a build contract uh, later on this year. So very excited about that.
0: So it's designed, and you know what it's going to look like. Yep,
1: yeah, the design. We have a a, a good concept design. Uh, so the next step will be going to a build design. Uh, but the yards that we're, are likely going to be uh, working with it have already looked at the design, and they're very pleased with it. It's pretty simple. It's uh, it's well uh, well along, and uh, so it should. Come to, uh, to build pretty quickly.
0: Give us a sense of what it looks like, how big it is.
1: <coughs> yeah, it's about 520 feet by 88 feet. Uh, draws so about it's no feet. canoe. No, no, it's a good size ship, 20,000 tons. Uh, it'll take uh, 600 cadets uh, to see, 100 instructors. It has a, uh, a flight deck uh, that can handle a Seahawk-sized helicopter, uh, a small row-row deck. Uh, it can take about 65 uh, vehicles, a 35-ton crane. So it can, in addition to its training role, it can also... Uh, provide uh, humanitarian assistance, disaster relief, mm-hmm. uh, which it was designed for. And it could go uh, much like uh, our training ship supported uh, first responders in, uh, in Puerto Rico. We had uh, this, this ship can support a thousand of those people in a pier-side role, feed them, mess them, everything. So of course, the big ship.
0: two training issues, one are propulsion, <coughs> right. and the second one is the uh, navigational and operational electronic center. Right. And I imagine those yeah. are
1: Yep, this will be well uh, along, up to date. It's a diesel-electric power plant, single screw, uh, one electric drive motor, uh, but uh, four uh, diesel generators that provide uh, power for both propulsion plan and the and the house load. Has two bow thruster and a stern thruster. A bow thruster is articulating, so it can actually provide about six knots of take-home power, uh, which is uh, very handy. and it's very uh, hydrodynamically fine, the line, so it uh, goes, gets pushed through the water with very high efficiency. So it's a very efficient uh, ship to run. Operate uh, a flap rudder, so it can actually uh, maneuver very in very tight places by itself without tugs.
0: And how about the electronics?
1: Uh, electronics, it, it's unique, and then it will have um, you know uh, two complete navigation bridges, one that the ship will use to navigate, and one that will be for training purposes. Both equally fitted out with the latest uh, commercial electronics, uh, what you what, what a cadet would find on any merchant ship sure. uh, when he or she goes into the fleet.
0: And is there U.S.-based capacity to build the ship?
1: <laughs> yes, there is. Uh, it will be a fully Jones Act compliant ship built in a U.S. shipyard, uh, which we'll have to see which one that is. Uh, but uh, absolutely, be U.S. components, uh, U.S. built, U.S. ship all, all the way.
0: And there's enough capacity that you can have a competition to build it.
1: Absolutely, yeah, that'll be uh, very important because we, uh, you know, we hope to build up to five or six of these ships, uh, so it'll be a good run.
0: All right. And in recent testimony, you pointed out something that's long established, and that is the ready reserve force size capacity is really dictated to MARAD by the Navy. Right. Have they shown any indication they want to? update that or change the plans that are in place yeah, now?
1: We have been working very closely with the Navy and uh, US Transcom, who is kind of the ultimate customer uh, for Sea Lift. Uh, we have a, a very good, what we believe, three-pronged plan to uh, rejuvenate the, uh, uh, the Ready Reserve Force, to do service life extensions uh, out to 60 years of age for some of these ships uh, to buy us some time. Uh, we're going to then go shopping on the open market, world market, for uh, some ships with, uh, that are younger, that have good military capability and utility, which we will bring in, cycle in uh, to U.S. shipyards, do the modifications required, and put them to work. And then and then potentially with the Navy, purchase some new ships, uh, purpose-built sea lift ships.
0: Which reminds me of the fact that the Coast Guard is transferring some of its old ships to some of the Southeast Asian countries right. for them to build up their Coast Guards. and. Uh, what kind of cooperation is there between MARAD and the Coast Guard, specifically, or, if, or is there any? Oh
1: yeah, there is very close. We work very closely with Coast Guard. They obviously are the regulatory authority for uh, for merchant vessels, commercial vessels, which uh, we fall under that uh, their auspices. So our vessels are are all uh, inspected uh, regularly uh, by the Coast Guard. We work very closely with them uh, on on all those aspects, as a, in addition to the licensing of our personnel. Uh, We're sp- so. We're speaking with
0: MARAD Administrator Mark Busby, and are you recovered fully from the shutdown?
1: Absolutely. I I, I was working all the way through. There was about 10 of us there working uh, the entire time at MARAD, so uh, my phone rang an awful lot, and I talked to a lot of mariners that weren't expecting to talk to the maritime administrator, so it was good fun.
0: And uh, last year at this time we spoke about the focus on national security that was coming into MARAD, and maybe you could update us (laughs) on that.
1: Yeah, well, I mean, it's always been a major mission of ours, um, uh, you know, that the Ready Reserve Force uh, and and the Maritime Security Program, which is the program we use to uh, bring commercial ships and have them ready to answer, uh, you know, the call should they be needed in the sea lift uh, needs. uh, You know, that uh, that has not changed. It's only, I think, become more important as we see, um, uh, you know, the great power uh, competition increasing uh, and our needs to... uh, uh, continue to, um, uh, you know, provide support to the naval forces that become more dispersed as they uh, change their operating modes. Uh, so yeah, I think we're going to be increasingly so, and, and we're going to need to start focusing in in the area of tankers. You know, that's one area we haven't really focused a lot on, and we have a great need there. Dry cargo, roll on, roll off. We're in pretty good shape, but tankers. Um that's a, that's a gap we're going to be working on a lot here in the coming year.
0: And they have the most potential for real damage, too. If,
1: uh, well, certainly. I mean, they, they're carrying a very high-demand uh, you know, uh, uh, high cargo that's needed by all the forces out there. Everybody burns fuel, uh, so getting that fuel forward is a real limiting factor.
0: And uh, another issue you've been working on for some time is recruitment and also retention and diversity of the MARAD.
1: Crew, and how's that going? Yeah, we're uh, you know continuing to push hard on that. We're uh, putting a lot of time into our uh, state maritime academies and at Kings Point our federal academy. Uh, so where we've always had a presence, but we're also now trying to focus and push that down into community college, technical colleges levels with our uh, uh, dom- uh, domestic maritime centers of excellent program, and then get down even into high school level to get kids. Uh, looking uh, at maritime careers even earlier. So we're partnering and pairing up and encouraging our state maritime academies to do the same regionally. There's some there's some great maritime high schools uh, with some great kids that are very interested going in maritime, and we want to encourage that. So a
0: pretty diffuse effort throughout the Absolutely. economy and the population. Yeah. And uh, finally, uh, there's a lot of activity, grants, funding, uh, going from MARAD to maintaining and upgrading Facilities yes. and docks and ports and yep. just give us the update yeah, on the latest there.
1: Congress has, uh, for the first time in, in a long time, put a grant program in place: two hundred ninety-three million, focused just on port infrastructure uh, development and improvement. Which is, uh, you know, we've always had to kind of compete with other modes—highways, rails, all that sort of thing—and and the Tiger Grants and Build Grants. This is a focused maritime-related, which I think is very encouraging news. Very, very much needed to improve the. Multimodal capacities in our ports, the throughput. You know, our ports are our uh, our economic gateways to this country. They are also our power projection platforms. When we move forces from this country overseas, they go through those, those same ports. So, making them, making them more efficient, and more able to do that mission, I think, uh, is a great impact to national security. So
0: it's everything from say dredging, if that's needed, to it's dredging, better ports, docks, better highway,
1: uh, better gates, uh, better rail connections. Uh, even better uh, marine highway connections, barges moving, uh, tra- uh, you know, containers out of the big ports to smaller ports. It's all of that together uh, that where that improvement. That money will be pushed to it.
0: You sound happier than two years ago.
1: Uh, we're making progress. Things are moving up, and people are paying attention. Congress, the government, everybody. It's. It's a good thing.
0: Admiral Mark Busby is director of the Maritime Administration, speaking at this week's Sea Air Space Conference. We'll post the interview at federalnewsnetwork.com slash Federal Drive. Subscribe to the Federal Drive at Apple Podcasts or Podcast One. Still to come on Federal News Radio, despite agencies' best efforts, the federal workforce is still skewing older. But first, the Army has decided where to spend its artificial intelligence dollars. It's the Federal Drive with Tom Tamman. Federal News Radio, part of the Federal News Network.